Okay, greetings everybody. This is the Art Lexa podcast. This is Wesley Pepper. And this is Susan Kosi. Yeah, man. And uh, this is episode 77. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I always get my numbers confused, but that's but that just means that I've got so much numbers in my head and I've got <laughs> this big brain and I have to always process numbers. But anyway, man, yeah, let's just start off with last week's episode. We got to Kulu coming through my brother we really had we spoke um, as you remember that was a live recording we did with with him and um we also spoke about the national arts festival which we'll touch base with yeah which we will touch base with sabelo later on and uh yeah that was a that was pretty good uh, uh it was we had a lot of fun with a lot of wine it was a lot of fun you had you had fun since i remember you i know you did Ah, no, absolutely, because uh, even the conversation was nice, you know, we spoke about June 16 languages and his work as a theater director and a community, you know, art practitioner. So it was a really cool, 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 cool conversation. And uh, today it's even going to be better because yeah. <laughs> it can only get better uh, because we are joined today by our brother, Uputsabe Losoko. Um, you know him, he's a poet, he's a musician, he's an actor, um, and he's a cool Jay, black human thinker, you know, uh, brother. So welcome, my brother, and thank you for making the time. Thank you very much, Sisa, for having me. Nino Wesley Pepper, beautiful to see you guys working together. Last time I was here, it was just an audio thing with yeah. Mr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the collaboration and the fact that now we have got visuals, we can see each other. It just says people are growing. Siabong, yeah. thank you for having me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Siabong, and we keep thanking uh, the technology. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thanks, brother. Yeah. Uh, I actually want to touch base on that. Like, uh, we spoke in 2020 uh, when, uh, when this whole part of the idea was still new. That time I started my own. And uh, I remember we just spoke random things about what was happening in the world. And um, just for the listeners, you can always go check out that on Spotify, on iTunes. Uh, we haven't loaded the old episodes on YouTube, though, but on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, you can definitely check that out. And we also spoke uh, last year, if my memory serves me also. So what, I, what I've always liked with uh, Osabella is we could talk about a large range of, uh, of, 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 of issues around the arts and sort of dissect it, analyze it, and sort of see where you fit into it, which was always, which was always dope. So... On that, my brother, I know you have a new project and you got some new cool stuff on the, but let's just start just for the listeners. Let's start a little bit in the beginning. I see you wearing some merchandise there and we're going to touch base on that. I know that project Umkondo was started, I think was it 2017 or 2016, there about 2017, 2018. Am I right? Yeah. 2017 it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We so... released it in 2017 Umkondo. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. 2017. Yeah, so, so just for the listeners, just explain to us uh, what was the experience. What was it? Uh, so I know it was a, it had a, um, it was you were poet. I know it had a, you were CD, but I know there's also the merchandise because what you want to unpack <laughs> is the Osabello brand, because I know like the poetry is probably say 40% of everything and there's 20% of this, 20% of that, 20% of the rest. Uh, so for the listeners who doesn't know the yeah. brand, just break it down, my brother. And let's start from there. Right. Um, I think the best place to start at would be with the first project that I released, which was 2380. 
2380 was followed by what you are talking about, which is Umkondo. Uh, Umkondo was basically me saying um, 2380 was good. It did what it was, was supposed to do. But um, when I am sitting with myself and how I want the fingerprint to look like when I am gone, um, am I really, really satisfied with what 2380 was? And I think then, because of that, the artist then had to go back to the wormhole, if you want, and go through what needs to be gone through, which is umkondo, basically. I'm, I'm, I'm tracing back to how it is that I really, really sound like, um, whether, whether because of where I find myself in terms of geography. Um, which is right in the middle of KwaZulu Natal and, and Eswatini. Um, so Mkondo was basically that, me chasing the language in, in as simple as that. Um, so what I then come back with becomes poems that made up the, the, the audio experience, which was um, an album that we released in 2017. Together with that was um, a, a, a stage interpretation, a one-hander um, theater play of, of how the poems look like when they are arranged for the stage. Um, and also there was a chapbook um, that you actually assisted as far as the translation thereof was concerned, uh, because there was also an English version of that chapbook. Um, <laughs> because because I am a person who tends to dabble with this, dabble with that, dabble at that, sometimes um, I, I had been doing the merchandising and clothing, branding, come selling and pushing things ever since, um, 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 you know, before even the World Cup. So when, when Umkondo happened, because it felt bigger than just poems, it felt bigger than just an alpha, rather it felt more like a movement, if you want, it felt more like a lifestyle because I, I had to switch off everything in order for me to get close to how I sound like. Um, I had to focus on just listening to things that would kind of jog the language if you want, because it's not like it's a language that has never been there. They say language moves. So how do I then meet it? That became a lifestyle which I kind of felt needed <laughs> clothes to say, yo, I understand where it's at. I understand the fact that we need to go back, just like Sankofa says, there is nothing wrong with going back to pick up that which you left behind. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think the merchandise then becomes an interpretation of the lifestyle to say, I am interested in these other things. And yeah, then yo, I can talk forever because it just meanders, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Umkondo is that. That's very interesting for me. And Sabelo, congratulations, man. Um, your work is uh, quite reaching. It's quite enthralling and um, makes us think. So we're really excited about that. But like, how has this journey sort of changed you as a person, um, as a person in Jay and who you are? Because for me, it seems like the golden thread between your albums ne, um, or your projects, um, it's language and language is identity, like you say, like, you know, even how the merchandise comes in, how we see ourselves. But like for me, another important thing is the, 
then how do we how does that shape culture like this is our future what you are creating or, or um, our present it's it's so urgent because you know it's representation like like you say it's a lifestyle and we i mean there's an urgency in the world of self-discovery i mean you're using isizulu isizulu or isiswadi or you know uh, but th that's how you express yourself and that's how you sort of create communities how is that like and how's the response um um i think i think more than anything how how the journey and the path that i i have taken has shaped me as a person still remains to be seen because it's an unfolding thing. I cannot say, oh, this is who I am now. But I can definitely tell you that when I released the first project, I was a person who was thinking this way. Um, um, and now in 2022, they are things that probably I said in the first project that I do not um, live or stand by um, in 2022. So. Um, um, that is to say that as much as for another person, it might seem it's just poetry, it's just words, you know, but because those poems are coming from a lived experience, they would carry who I am um, um, in them, right? And that is why I'm saying, if you look at what I released, for, for instance, when I came onto the recording space, um, and, and, and what I am releasing now, the ideas might be the same, but there is a sense of, I don't know, more lived experience. I don't want to call it maturity because I'm saying it's still an unfolding thing. You know, I, I, I cannot say what I am here now. Yo, look at me. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think in, in accepting the fact that this is a moving thing, uh, um, there are relationships that um, dissolve along the way. Um, there are people that fall away, not because um, 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 one would say, no, this one does not fit into the thing anymore, but because the truth, what I stood for in the first project and what I stand for, however many projects later might not resonate, you know what I'm saying, um, um, with, with people that thought, yo, this is, but if you are not allowing the process of impilo to happen, then friction happens, which is why then other things will fall away. Um, so I, 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 I am always interested in, in those who are willing to embrace the fact that we are an ever-growing species. And, and those are the communities that you are talking about. Those are the new people that come in. And going back to language, the beautiful thing that language would then say, it says, you know what I'm saying? So we, <laughs> it, because it's a moving thing, you know, you cannot contain it and say, ah, oh, me, I was friends with this one when I was five and we spoke about this, therefore it should remain exactly the same. If the movement says um, at the age of 10, that person is no longer there, they are no longer there. What I need to be true to is my journey as a person. And poetry has allowed me to do that um, without, without even wanting to say, yo, I am trying to create communities, but really saying I am trying to understand who am I and where do I vibrate 
the most at. And, and if I am true to that, you then find that these communities happen on their own. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Meander again, but yeah, that's that. Sorry again, Liz. Uh, like, you know, what you're saying is interesting because, you know, there's a language conversation in South Africa, especially, you know, with yeah, official languages and the, like, it's a mess. But also, yeah. I like, I sort of find what you're doing interesting because you are not sort of pushing the, the purest part of language, you know, where this is Uluskulunyakanji according to Uzbanban, Uzbanban. You know, even though I feel like there's a gap on that, I don't know. Uh, but I, I think that's what you're doing, which is very interesting and very true of language to me. That's my personal. Um yeah. So I think I think when I I started working on Umkondo, so before Spinvenek, because Spinvenek is literally what happens after the Sankofa mission, mm. um, going to to fetch it. Um, when when I'm working on Umkondo, switching off everything, listening to only Ukozi, reading strictly Zulu books, and and and. That is where I then noticed the fact that the notion of the language as something that is sitting in a museum um, and, and amanzi remain amandabi because this is how it would have been said in 18, I do mm. not know, Dotsamesh. Mm. When, when I am interacting with this thing, you then notice with the Bible, this thing can go to any direction depending on where you find yourself. But where the confusion happens, I am no politician, um, but I, I, it really feels like when, when you start packaging things and you say there are 11 languages here, right? Um, that thing is bound to become a problem later on because the people who are sitting right in the middle of the 11 languages who could be pulling from this one, this one, and that one, because they started speaking before you categorize these languages according to your, your categories. Mm. It, it then becomes a problem in the surviving sense of, yo, I want to be a language worker. Because then the question becomes, where do we fit you in? Are you Zulu? Are you Debele? Are you Swati? You know? Whereas in actual fact, when you go back to before those classifications happen. What was the language? And, and so I think then for me, the, the struggle and the fight that I find myself automatically fighting <laughs> becomes one that says, if, if the, the, the unifier of the Zulu nation, Ushab, um, Ilembe himself, was a person, as we know, who would get this tribe here, that tribe there, and put them together. Mm. If these people come in here and they call, I don't know, they call Ukezo, whatever it is that they call it, according to wherever they were found, and they are brought into the same space as these ones who call Ukezo, Ukezo, because that's where they are coming from, right? At a certain point, the children who come as a generation that follows this amalgamation that happens will definitely have new a new term for who cares. Mm. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we understood it this way, we understood it that way. Now we are together. Where does it flow towards? You know? Um, now, am I going to say, yo, that was not Isizulu because you went that direction? Now, the more I am doing the work, you then notice I might, I might find myself caught up in really things that do not move us forward as a people. Whereas if, if you say to me, you know, when I was doing Umkondo, one of the most interesting things I picked up was the idea of Intlau, right? Um, and I know there are a lot of people who have seen the, the video that I did talking about that, who are like, nah, but it comes off as though you do not really know what you are talking about. But I'm like, here I am not chasing the purist. Rather, I am chasing what makes sense for me as a person that finds himself having to pay this thing in 2020, whatever, you know? Um, and when, when I approach it from that level, whether it is the language itself, you then find that there are things that fall away automatically because they do not talk. Instead, the question becomes, how do I make sure law of or 2022, they are able to understand <laughs> what it is that they are coming up to. And if we are saying we are carrying some of the past with us because it makes sense, are they able to connect with that idea and, and it becomes as clear as possible to the people that they are? Instead of this really healy life that we wanna create of, hey, this is how it is. It's not a museum thing, this thing. Language. Yeah. Uh, hey, Sav, I wanna come in there, my brother. You said like a few things that resonate. But I just want to break it down for the for the listeners, man. Um, the one thing um, we've spoken about this plenty of times, also. Of, um, so you see, you have South Africa with all these what eleven languages. There's all these different. Then you have all these different cultures, and un under that, there's all these subcultures. Um, lots of and 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 sort of just sort of work in isolation is not working for anybody. Um, and I definitely yeah. see. I, I I definitely feel what you're saying, and I agree. In a major way, man. So, um, with that there, man, um, explain to us uh, before we move forward. Um, okay, so with that being said, explain to us, like, um, how did, how long did it take for you to put the whole project together? How long did it take to put Spongebob Act together? What is it? What, what, um, so, so it's an audio, it's a book. Yeah, um, explain to us a bit of that, and then we'll just unpack it. So, um, but, but, but. Before you, yeah, you took, you took, yes. Sorry, sorry, because I wanted to say before you guys close that matter, I'm enjoying this language conversation because for me, all I'm hearing is poetry, poetry, poetry. Instead, you know, and poetry for me is a play around the language instead of saying this is the proper Zulu or the Zulu Zulu of the Zuluist, you know. Um. So, so it, 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 it's interesting, Cesar, because <laughs> What what you are hearing it's what you wanna hear, right? Um, and and I I am saying to you, when I come into the language, yes, Iskole would say this is how we talk the language, this is how we speak the language, yeah. and I I suck all of this because yes, I wanna learn how to wakazisa like them wakazising people, right? Mm -hmm. But. Whose story am I telling when I'm wakazisaring like the wakazisaring people? It's the same as me saying, 
why did Casper go to America to tell Americans that, yo, I am not African-American. I should have been American-American. It's like, I try now. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and it, I'm saying poetry for me because also there's music, there's images, it's alive. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a reflection of what's going on. And that's what you're doing because with Spin the Neck, it also reads like a story, you know, the, the whole radio thing with adverts and, and, and the weather, that was pretty interesting. It, it was like theater, of course, that's what radio is, but um, that's what I meant by poetry, man. You just- so, really Yeah, yeah, I, to I totally, totally hear you. Um, because I think, I think that the interesting thing, especially when working with language, one of my favorites, Lesejo, Lesejo says um, his mother tongue and that of his mother and that of his son, um, or is it his daughter that he makes an example with, is not the same thing, even though Baumunto Iwan, so to say, because the, the, the language keeps moving. Whatever that was spoken in Northwest where the mother could be coming from and what's spoken SOA to 1970 and what's spoken SOA to 2002 or 2022. It is not the same, you know? And, and if we are allowing the movement to, to move, you would find with the poetry of the day, the same example I made, the poetry of the day would then show you the language is moving. It is not standing still. And, and if we allow it to move, you will then find that there are these beautiful images that, that just come up because we are constantly moving. This idea of saying we need to speak like, I don't know, man. Um, yes, it's beautiful. Who speak like that and me then taking what they do and claiming what I can do it better than them, whereas there is a booth space of what I can do better than myself. Mm. There is something not right there. And, and somehow I feel like that's what academia wants people to do. Would call who you are and fit into this tiny hole that will force you to process thoughts 15 times before they get to what it is that you are trying to say. And it's a process for me to get to that type of thinking and that type of talking. I had to walk the path mm. and then get to a point where I'm like, uh-uh, this does not feel like the thing. Because if my my the truth of who I am is contained in Izitagaze, right? Somehow there is poetic license. There is what you are talking about, which is the spoken language by the people that goes into defining who I am. And if I do not take that into consideration and then follow how it is that these people are molding the words today mm -hmm. in order for them to articulate who they are and how they feel, then somewhere, somehow, you just had to, yeah, Tiko. Because it's real, yes, it is a real thing. Because even in, in lower education, um, it, it's still the same thing. Like, it's just um, crazy. And I, I, I mean, it's bigger 
I, I don't know. I don't even know how or where we start fixing it, you know, but it's interesting and it's an exciting space, I think, Wes, because writers are writing and they are publishing, you know, um, artists are working and putting out the work. So at least there's not just one way of consuming information. And um, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, what I just what I just like is how is how rich the the process is and how and how beautiful is actually documenting. I just I'm as I'm as you talk, I'm thinking that we're actually documenting this you know, like I think that's also just a beautiful part. And I think the process is rich, so it makes the that's what I that's what I personally love. Like 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 I I I I, I like 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 nuances and details and, 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 and like some things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know I love that. Um, Sabelo, like, like, um, you know, I wanna, I wanna, because there's just a point there because there's um, your work is incredibly layered. You know, <laughs> excuse the running nose. Uh, your work is, your work is layered, my brother. Um, and I know that there's also um, because we want to move into the performance type of. Um, yeah, the 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 um the stage performance. I know you also visual. I'm sure the listeners, but the viewers would already get a little bit of a taste of that. Soko is incredibly yeah. the real yeah. performer. Um, so explain to us. Okay, so Spin Vanek is out. Um, yeah, what is the project? What you know? What does the project comprise of? Um, yeah, it's start with fair, and um, I know you also. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about the collaborations. I know you got a long term collaboration with yeah. Europa, um, Afrofolk, um, who have been trying to get up on this platform for so many times. I spoke to him a few years ago, but the connection was so poor, but we'll definitely do something with him in the new, not in the future. Yeah. That is just a side note, as uh, So yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, explain to us a little bit about that, my brother, and then just un unpack it bit by bit. Yeah, um, so Spinvanak is a project that follows Mkondo, like I, I already mentioned, in, in the sense of, if you are looking at it um, um, as, as, as a creative, um, I don't know, process or creative flow, what would naturally follow me turning the road, you know, turning the corner? Um, so after turning the corner, naturally, it feels like Spin Vanek would be the thing that would follow. Spin Vanek is, is a play at a code that was used by um, what I term alternative activists back in the day. So these are people um, who, would, um, who were, are career criminals um, living off jacking whatever it is that they jack, which is cars. So till we are spinning, they say you are spinning. But now the code here would say to not rob where you live, right? Jay spinni vernacular. Jay spinni and the haste. Puma, get out. You know what I'm saying? Um, so the spin vernac becomes a code that says do not rob yourself. So yeah. after following the track, what then comes naturally is the idea that says, eh, do not go into deep, into what you might not actually be because you would be robbing yourself, right? Um, yet at the same time, the, the, the best thing that, that, that happens with words is the fact that taking it exactly from the people who came up with the code and the problems that we are facing in our neighborhoods where even the people inside the house, you cannot trust them, you know? 
um, um, then the concept of spin then becomes important as a reminder to say, do not rob yourself. Um, yet at the same time, venek becomes venecula in the sense of the language. So if I am spinning and going back to the locality of the tongue, the tongue that raised me, now minus the idea of this is how I should be sounding as umzum, the conversation that we were having with Caesar just now. Well, now, if I am going back to who I am in this tiny pondoki where I grew up, how does it feel like to spin back to that thing? Um, and then and then from there, you then find with the poems, then create themselves out of um, these different things that I'm mentioning that spin venek could 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 find itself meaning. Mm -hmm. um, and so you find you find that I I I I because I'm going back to you know, whether it is me going back to Sabelo as a kid and how the world felt like um, um, when I was a kid. Now I am raising children in a completely different world, right? If I am to take my experiences and, and pick up the silver lining there, what is it that I would bring forward, right? Um, um, the, the, the code becomes one of those things. And then the poems themselves, they carry those. For instance, there's a piece, which is a dedication to, to the partner, um, which is basically a, an adaptation of, of the poem by Johnny Dimba, um, Diem Sagas. I am going to that poem because it carries basically the mechanism of the entire spin venek idea, which is basically a radio show that plays itself out. Um, because this is what I grew up hearing from the time I open my eyes um, to the time I go back to sleep in those four-roomed houses that, that make up the location. Well, my old lady would have a radio, EFM, and that, this is what I hear. So then becomes a dedication because how do I talk to the person in the radio? Now, the beauty of academia says when you are adapting, this is what adaptation needs to look like. So I take that and um, I, I think of relationships in the sense of me and the one that I am with now. Um, I'm, I'm raising what, what we have been gifted with, the lovely partner that I have. So if, if I am talking about us in the language, meaning in the concepts of the time when Tony Timba was writing, what would become important? And does it still become important for me today? Right? Um, um, would become almost an example that is there. So spiritually, how connected is this relationship to, to, to who we are as a people? So yeah, it, it plays around all of that, but the idea really rotates around a radio with me hearing a radio all the time, almost wanting to be a radio presenter at a certain point, but because I speak the way I speak, the Guala Guala would be like, nah, Papa, go to Ukozi. Ukozi would be like, ah, ah, I'm good. You are the Guala Guala man. And then you are like, I let me be an umkondo person and spin the venek in order for this thing to go forward. Yeah, man. For those who sound like me, who might want to do what I do. Oh yeah, uh, just on the project, because obviously a lot of musical elements, and I know you are going to the National Arts Festival with Umuro Banyu uh, doing e 
in Spin Benek or with Spin Benek. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Explain to us, explain to us about, um, yeah, about, about the entire production. Right. So, um, spin the neck, spin the neck, like you were saying, Mr. Pepper, um, my work tends to have layers, right? When I started rolling spin the neck out, it was before even the recording process began. Um, okay. not sure, not sure what happened there. Sabelo just left us for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure it's, if, yeah, I'm sure it's probably serious. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I'm enjoying the, the conversation, Wes. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think yeah. the process is so rich, man. Um, um, and so, and so, and so layered. Mm. And I mean, um, and I, for me, that's how I want to actually make the information accessible. You know, I want to use yeah. the podcast as another way of, yeah. you know, referencing ourselves, even yeah. how we speak and explain ourselves. But yeah, it's it's very interesting. Yeah, man. I mean, we're in the June month, so I think it's going to be interesting how, you know, we consume all of this with the memory of 76, June 16, you know, yeah. with a, a group of young, young um, Black students were fighting against the system. So... Yeah, and um, Sapsa has disappeared there, Wes, I don't know. Um, okay, so let's do this, man. Um, let's just talk for a little bit. Um, I'll try to contact him through WhatsApp. Uh, so just for the listeners, man, like, um, you know, in South Africa, it is, uh, it is Youth Month. Um, and um, part of also what 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 one uh, to unpack with, um, with Sabelo also like how does he see his project um, put into this month because as you guys know um and we said this this is a pan-africanist uh, platform and we champion um pan-africanist ideology more than everything more than anything else and um we're also very interested to see how does how does when that project sort of fit into that um, pan-africanist narrative because the guy who, who is collaborating with um Europa, i mean he's a seriously gifted um mm -hmm. guitarist also has his own project um, um, and it will also be interesting to see how they, because I also think like what makes them work, um, because both season I know them well, um, and we've worked with them over over a few years separately. So what I was thinking work, work for them with that collaboration so well is their personalities. Um, um, I think it really it really contrasts and it really looks well. So we were, we were unpack a little bit about that, and um, and his uh, merchandising. So yeah, Wes, Mina, I mean, I feel like. Um, obviously, you know, and our listeners know that, you know, I'm a poet myself, so I really, um, yeah. I really enjoyed this episode because it's speaking about the form of expression that I use myself. And I mean, I learned a lot um, from today's conversation. I enjoyed the ideas when I was, I enjoyed the, the perspectives, you know, that are different yeah. and yeah, just the energy was great. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to put on the the, the table is, um, as you guys know, that the Gallery 360 Africa app is also under production. And like, hey, man, uh, we're looking to launch the first phase in the month. So Cesar and myself with the Greenhouse um, sessions, we're, we're going to do a show in about two and a half weeks' time, two and a half week-ish, three weeks' time, type of the end, of, end of the month type of, type of thing. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do it here in Kimberley. We're going to have, uh, we're going to do, 
we're gonna try to, uh, we're gonna be a bit experimental, man. So we're gonna try to do a live podcast during the, during the day. So we're gonna have poetry, of course, poetry and art, man, and live painting and whatnot. And uh, we're gonna go around like asking some of the guys like what they think and we're gonna experiment a little bit and see how that goes. Um, and um, that's, I, I, I'm definitely looking forward to um, looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. And you have something to say about that, my sister? Oh, no, no, no. It's going to be dope. I oh. think uh, Richard Reba will be with us. Uh, he's a, yeah. you know, yeah, we'll also do this at, at Black Yeah. Black which we will talk about. Yeah. Yeah, we will talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about that in, um, I guess, in a few in a few months' time, a few weeks' time, actually, because yeah. I seem like the project was already a few things started to be activated. So the interesting thing about this, um, about about the platform, and I think I think we can actually just wrap up because it's becoming a little bit awkward now. Um, we'll definitely reach out to Sabelo again and see if we can uh, finish uh, today's recording. Cool, man. Uh, thank you. You have anything to say? Thank you, everyone. No. Uh, thanks for tuning in and um yes remember to like us comment um continue the conversation like subscribe it's the atlexia podcast uh hi everybody um yeah yeah we had a lot of a technical issue there uh yeah, we had to cut the interview for a whole host of reasons. There was a bit of a network issue and there was a delay and so forth and so forth. So, yeah, man, sorry about that. Uh, what we did was uh, Sabelo recorded the last bit of the interview uh, the following day, which is what we'll play after this. So, basically, he just explains what we were getting into because we were starting to get into the National Arts Festival um, his collaboration with Meropa, uh, the, the, the house Ben Vinak was, was fitting into that and so forth. So we were just pretty much building it up to the National Arts Festival, which, as we know, is happening end of the month. So definitely, um, everybody's listening to this should definitely, uh, if you can't go there physically, and I know things are expensive, definitely check that out. Um, uh, we're definitely uh, supporting that on this platform. And um, yeah, man, so we'll play Sabelo Sing at, at the end. And remember to always like, subscribe and comment on this episode. And you can catch us up on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, YouTube uh, and Captivate. And um, yeah, man. OK, so this will be followed by subs and um, we will catch you next week. Uh, Inkanyez is going to Grahamstown um, from the 24th of June. Till the 27th. The 27th is our last show. Um, we are playing at the Graham Hotel. Um, Inkanyezi is a production by Merupa taken from his album titled Inkanyezi, um, which basically tells the story of a man who leaves their hometown and heads out to the city to try and strike gold with the guitar. Um, because they are a person or a people who who survive through music so the story is told um Nezingoma. um the story is narrated by sabelo sogo using um poems from my latest project spin the neck um so it's basically a marriage between the two um projects which were created at the urban farm um productions we are out there from the 24th 
Um, and our last show is on the 27th. I believe we are also doing um, one or two sundowners whilst we are out um, at Grahamstown. I'm bringing copies of Spin the Neck. Merupa is bringing copies of Inkanyezi. Um, the production is fire. We've been working on this for a while. Um, it's just a matter of it going out. Um, more than anything, please do support. Stream the work. I am available on YouTube as Savelo Soko. I am available on Instagram as Savelo Soko. Facebook, it's also Savelo Soko. The connection is throughout. Spin Venek, which is my project, it is out on all streaming platforms. You can go get it. Uya Heleza Umoy. Mtonjenwe Kolite. Kwanyamagai Peli Kusela Matambo. Etembelga Deli. Enkabeni Yotumo. Kutuma Matumbu. Upsugune mini gukala makoko. Imbu iso tini. Oluso sango tini. Locho mbendini. Opilange chocho. Ogasogo. Thank you very much. Wesley Pepper, thank you, thank you, thank you. Outlexia is a home for us. Keep growing. Nino Sizangosi. Thank you.